شايفها صور 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 خلاص تروح الزلمه خلاص هاي 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 It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We have back with us Breitbart journalist and advisor to Prime Minister Netanyahu, Joshua Klein. Thanks for coming on, Josh. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be back. So uh, I, I asked you to come on to give kind of an update of what you're hearing. You're very involved in what's happening on the ground over there. So what can you tell us? Um, well, as you can see, it's moved from a phase of then of the Israeli Air Force, mainly doing uh, the primary workload, I guess you would call it, uh, really heavily bombing, you know, northern Gaza, mm -hmm. specific targets that are gleaned from special forces that are on the ground that are giving them intelligence. It's called uh, painting the target. Uh, mm -hmm. You actually need somebody physically on the ground. Mm -hmm. It's like a laser being pointed at, you know, what should be, you know, taken out in the Air Force above it will uh, take it out. So there's been the, also the, they're prepping the ground. Um, so when you see a lot of this destruction, it's not pointless destruction. I mean, unfortunately in war, there's tremendous destruction, mm -hmm. but it's purposeful. It's all strategic um, from what I understand, uh, you know, buildings that are being collapsed, being collapsed, you know, for specific reasons to make sure there's no snipers that could hide on there to create new passageways as opposed mm -hmm. to using, you know, narrow roads. And now it's moved down to the second phase. Um, 
lot of people were expecting, you know, some huge announcement of 10, 20,000 soldiers moving in at once. Uh, Israel was being, and they learned from 2008 and 2014 when they did go on the ground, those, which 2014 was the last time that they did, uh, be a lot more careful about how you utilize ground forces, especially in the Gaza Strip, which is the most densely populated um, area with civilians on the, literally the face of the planet. Um, yeah. So they've cut the Gaza Strip. I mean, ideally, that's what they're trying to do is cut the Gaza Strip, which is about 150 square miles in half. There's something called Wadi Gaza, which is a river that basically mm -hmm. um, bisects it, I would say, about at the midway point, um, about 75 square miles apiece. Um, you have tanks that moved in from the north of Gaza, which would be the, the southern part of Israel and the northern part of Gaza from the northeastern part and the northwest western part. They moved in about two miles, kind of established, you know, a security zone. And then they also punched in from the east, uh, also about two miles. And they're doing this very methodically because this is like urban warfare in general is the most difficult very dangerous yeah yeah so basically um what they're trying to accomplish is is to go very very slow um and take out you know piece by piece and also you have to realize that there's literally two gazas that are going on here there's, there's the upper gaza and then there's the lower gaza which actually is 300 miles they're claiming of tunnels mm -hmm. um so you know they want to be very strategic making sure that they're taking out you know tunnel shafts and they actually have something called um i forgot the name of the bomb but basically a, a smurf bomb they call them mm. i don't know if you ever heard of a, that no. so smurf bomb is actually um it's used in first of all tunnel warfare is extraordinarily dangerous i won't get into all the aspects of it there's a specialized unit in israel called the album which is like very specialized they work in tunnel warfare only i mean you lose your orientation you know your sense of everything oxygen how to breathe in there how to navigate in there um so smurf bombs are actually something that they're deploying right now is it has liquid on both sides and cement and you literally pull this uh, metal out and basically mixes and you throw it and it turns into like concrete that you if you want to shut off like a shaft of a tunnel it's like oh, a wow. bag you throw basically of like and then it turns into literally hard cement within a minute or two wow so, um, they're so they're doing that to like close tunnels up or close entrances or that kind of stuff? Yeah, to close up entrances to make sure they're not going to be, you know, uh, attacked from behind once they move forward. So that's right. why it's a very slow operation. And then the last thing I'll say is Israel believes, and uh, one of the hostage was just released um, mm -hmm. yesterday. They didn't specifically say from where, but um, generally, I mean, the two that Hamas released last week, they released two older women. Who did say they were brought in, you know, into a, a tunnel network? They were you know, walking for you know hours on end. Mm -hmm. So basically, most uh, the hostages are believed to be um, within this tunnel network. Um, and the main objectives of the mission in Gaza is equally to get back as many hostages as possible and to uh, completely destroy Hamas is a physically and command, control, governance center where. Yeah, it won't exist. So uh, there's uh, there was a leak allegedly today of a plan to uh, remove a lot of this population down into the Sinai. What, what, do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, um, and I know a lot of people will use these things like for you know larger ideas. Um, mm -hmm. 
it was it was a report that was written by uh, literally a think tank originally, and it came actually to the intelligence agency um, ministry, and it never actually was spoken about, um, from what I understand, on the cabinet level, any higher level. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, uh, yeah, just the report of generally moving them into the Sinai. And then mm -hmm. The rest of the report, if you read the whole thing, actually, then would actually have to involve the Arab community, accepting them, building up, you know, the area, yeah. the infrastructure. So it's a report that's not realistic. And um, he's yeah. literally reports that are constantly being formulated to try and deal with the civilian population. So also Egypt is making noises about moving armor up to the border. Um, what is Israel? I mean, what's going on there, do you think? Um, so Egypt's kind of interesting. I mean, I just did an interview uh, with, uh, it seems, a uh, uh, Colonel uh, Kemp, um, he was actually the head of um, all the forces in Afghanistan for the UK in 2003 to seven, I believe. Um, so he's actually uh, in Israel and around the area. Um, so I just bring that up because he believes that um, I asked him about you know the Gulf Arab countries in specific that have been putting up pretty harsh statements and not wanting to take in any Palestinians. Mm -hmm. And he said behind the scenes, he believes that they are really secretly rooting for them, which does make sense, rooting for them to take out these jihadist threats. I yeah, mean, Egypt fought danger Egypt. to them too, yeah. Yeah, Egypt had a huge, you know, jihadist Islamic state threat for many years, as will help them out with. So actually right now what's going on, um, to answer your specific question is, um, interestingly enough, Egypt actually is limited um, as a result of the peace treaty between Israel and uh, Egypt in 79, I believe. Uh, of how much military power and forces they can use in the Sinai, which is very limited unless they have um, Israel's permission. So they have moved in a couple tanks, which mm -hmm. is within the uh, peace treaty agreement. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, America, does, there are five to 600 um, Americans that have citizenship that just live in Gaza that are trying to get out. Um, this is really on Egypt's end. They're not really letting mm -hmm. anyone out. But, although today there has been some indications of them you now being uh, willing to you know, take in uh, civilians that were wounded. Um, so it seems like mm -hmm. they're starting to open up a little bit and get a little bit more flexible. Um, but on the other hand, still staying pretty uh, alert to make sure yeah. you're not taking in uh, the wrong types of people. What about Turkey? What does the Israeli government think of what Turkey's the you know the the the, the, the thought the, the threats that Turkey's making? I guess. Um, so Turkey's very. I mean, this is going back and forth with Israel for so long. I mean, yeah. I know that, you know, 2010 there was a huge dispute. Um, I won't get into all the details of how that happened. They pulled out their diplomatic personnel. Mm -hmm. Turkey, which is also obviously a major is a NATO uh, member of NATO. Um, but Turkey um, kind of also has somewhat of an, an expansionist vision of, you know, states of uh, Ottoman Turkish Empire, Erdogan specifically, there are elections coming up. So some of this might just be posturing on his behalf. Yeah. Um, Israel has to take it serious. Um, they do have, a, you know, a really serious military and they might be trying to angle themselves to be kind of the opposite of Iran, which Iran wants to claim to be the... Shiite leaders of the Muslim world, uh, where Turkey would be the, uh, you know, wants to be seen kind of as the Sunni uh, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. axis of leading the Muslim world. So mm -hmm. I would say for now, and hopefully a lot of it is just uh, posturing for, you know, 
domestic political reasons and um mm -hmm. but we'll see uh it's definitely being uh focused on and watching where this is gonna go so let's talk about bb um you know he made some comments this week then he retracted them on the responsibility for the uh for the event the terror event actually happening do you want to talk about that at all sure so this again goes back because it's funny i was i was actually at a store the other week here and i'm right now in the in the florida area mm -hmm. um and i was actually just picking up at a store and i found myself uh at a huge pro uh palestinian rally which i find fascinating and i love to speak with these people and get their mm -hmm. opinions on um so um basically well, well i'll just get to the, the bb aspect of it mm -hmm. uh, well actually it goes to that the, there is this there's a lot of conspiracies out there and again i always point to something called occam's razor mm -hmm. in general if you don't understand you know what's going on occam's razor is usually the simplest explanation both like 99.9 percent .9 of the time happens to always be the correct explanation mm -hmm. there is this human need to always you know understand things and, you know feel that they're in control and make up you know things on the different levels this isn't again to support or be against bb in fact um so yeah, it's, it's the, his whole legacy. He's a man that really, you know, really again cares about his legacy. Um, he just put out his autobiography um, a few months ago. This really was going to be the apex of his prime ministership. Hoping to again make peace with uh, Saudi Arabia before this. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, he's. Uh, I think it's just emotional that um, mm -hmm. it's not the, the smartest thing to do to in the middle of a war. You know criticize anyone in the intelligence community the army while things are going on and he did apologize but it's uh just mm -hmm. very emotional with him that um he is just having you know just a, it's a very difficult situation that this happened under his watch and um uh he just wants to i guess emotionally you know make sure that people understand that he 100% did not, you know, have any indication of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was some intelligence, but it didn't make it to his desk. So a lot of it's just him being emotional about it. Um, mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, right now he just has a war to manage and I, it's focus. I think he understands that now completely. It's got to be solely on this and that only yeah. about, you know, the day after it's going to happen with him politically. What about Iran? What are you hearing on, you know, obviously Iran is making a lot of threats. Um, what is Israel's, are, are they focused on Iran militarily? I mean, they would have to be, I guess. Um, I mean, Iran at the end of the day is the head of the snake here. I mean, right. are, when we talk about all these groups, Hamas and Gaza, you know, all these proxy groups, armies. Yeah. It's all just, yeah. Proxy, they're just the tentacles of this uh, Iranian octopus of terror um so first of all i mean there's stuff that's just overt they're very overt um you're saying you know by the gaza we're going to open up new fronts we're going to utilize our proxies actually today there was a huge es escalation in that regard and um with the the houthis um yes. in Yemen, that uh five this was the first time that they fired ballistic missiles that were intercepted by um israel has something called the arrow three um it's a anti-ballistic uh you know, uh, capabilities. Um, mm -hmm. So they had to utilize that to shoot down ballistic missiles. That were the Houthi shot. army is another proxy army of Iran. Yeah, the Houthis were created to stir up a whole issue. Of our, 
in uh, Yemen. Um, mm -hmm. We won't get into all the history, but long story short, mm -hmm. Yemen had a Sunni government and Shiite. So they created another proxy to want to have a, another country and another proxy. So Yemen's been, you know, pretty uh, devastated. And this has been going on for quite a almost 20 years already i think yeah it's been a brutal war a lot of people hurt yeah yeah so um so i mean yeah i mean israel really has to worry about first of all these proxies i mean there's so many of them all over the place from yemen now which who would have thought we were going to be seeing the houthis uh, sending in ballistic missiles there's a that's lot a pretty long-range uh missile right I yeah mean, ballistic missiles are i mean Ballistic missiles can actually go outside of the atmosphere and come in come on the parabolic path. They use, um, uh, you know, cruise missiles are, you know, more on a straight line. Mm -hmm. They use more mm -hmm. of like jet engines. Um, mm -hmm. It's more of like a rocket engine that comes in. And uh, mm -hmm. that's why they use something called the Arrow 3, where it intercepts it, you know, either in the atmosphere. Uh, so it's a whole different ballgame than, you know, just an iron dome that's, you know, knocking down, uh, you know, small. Uh, right but they are very devastating and um yeah i mean ultimately i mean i can't say but um we'll see uh what israel will do as far as iran i mean israel that is the ultimate you know enemy uh, mm -hmm. even if none of this happened i mean iran really is getting close to uh a nuclear uh having nuclear weapons i mean they're almost a nuclear threshold state um will probably take them a year or so to actually have the know-how to marriage you know marry that know-how onto a weapon that can be operational, but there's different threats that you can utilize it with. Um, and this has also been a very uh, big part of the BB's uh, military uh, legacy and philosophy is to make sure that Iran will be dealt with and never mm -hmm. um, threaten Israel. And if Saudi Arabia, I mean, it's it really is an important issue that doesn't get the attention that it should, but um, mm -hmm. if they were to get nuclear weapons, Saudi Arabia was over it um, last month saying they will get nuclear weapons. So, uh, Besides nuclearizing the most you know dangerous area literally in the world, um, it would also give. Imagine this organization, Hamas, and all these proxies with a nuclear umbrella. I mean, that's a whole other ballgame. You're dealing with a whole different Iran. Um, so, I guess we'll wait to see what will and yeah. won't happen. But that is something to keep your eye on. Um, Will Israel directly go against the, you know, Iran try to set back their nuclear program? And uh, it's a very complex issue, and we'll see how it plays out. But um, I mean, you know, they're just dealing with the the tentacles, the the proxies that are, you know, the, quite the threat in and of itself, um, an existential threat to the country. Right. Last question. There's rumors in the Intercept is reporting that there's some secret U.S. base down in southern Israel. Do you know anything about that, or anything you can say about that? Um, I mean, all I could say in general is, um, I mean, it's. I think it's pretty publicly known. There are American. I mean, America has tremendous cooperation with the uh, IDF, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, so does the police forces. For example, the NYPD trains with uh, you know Israel's anti-terror units. Um, so, I mean, I'm not aware of any specific American bases that are just American bases in Israel, but um, they definitely do have joint exercises and uh, public things. I'm not, I have to look at that specific report, but okay. um, nothing that I'm aware of, of literally America. I mean, America does have storage sites um, for Israel, which actually mm -hmm. is now being replenished um, for, you know, 
long time ago. Yeah, war yeah, yeah, it was being drawn down, actually given to the Ukrainians, like right. 55 millimeter, millimeter um, you know, artillery um, and things like that. So, um, so a lot of these issues of what America has in Israel sometimes gets conflated with. Um, I personally don't, I'm not aware of and never have seen, you know, any military bases that. Are, okay. Josh, thanks. How can people follow you? Um, yeah, you can follow me on uh, Breitbart.com. Uh, I'm also on Twitter, Joshua Klein at, on Twitter. Um, just punch my name to Google, Joshua Klein, Breitbart, or just my articles on Breitbart. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you read them, follow them. I try to do a lot of uh, important interviews with uh, policymakers, mm -hmm. investigative mm -hmm. work. So, yeah. Um, be uh, amazing uh, to have the uh, more informed uh, readers. <laughs> and, and, gotcha. Uh, no, that's the whole goal is to get people educated. So, hey, thanks for your time. I know you're busy and uh, want to have you back on as this thing develops. I appreciate yeah. your time. Yeah, my pleasure. Looking forward. All right. Take care.